hello and thank you for listening to this is thank you for listening to this is this is the nerd out loud podcast thank you for listening to the nerd out loud podcast it is us i am jeremy and i'm christy and we're here to talk about the things that you are nerd out about and we nerd out about and everybody nerds out about and i just want to say as i've been exploring the world of podcasts more and more um you know i'm a part of some podcasting communities on reddit and um some other areas i listen to a lot of podcasts myself um and i will say that there are ours is the best shit ton absolutely not there are a crap ton language apologize um there are a crap ton of podcasts out there that are just terrible a couple yes (laughs) including ours (laughs) a couple of white people bitching about random stuff and there's a lot of them that have nerd in the title and um a a lot of them are like about like comic books and like kind of typically nerdy stuff so (laughs) i just feel like I want to start putting this disclaimer at the beginning of the show that we're called the Nerd Out Loud podcast just because that was a catchy name that was kind of available, mm-hmm. um, was available. And um, uh, it doesn't necessarily mean that we're just going to talk about like video games and comic books and movies. In fact, if you're looking for that, one you're of the our wrong place. <laughs> listeners, then you probably know already that, that that's kind of not what we do. But what we do like to do is when we say we want to talk about the things that you nerd out about and we nerd out about and everybody nerds out about what we mean is basically the stuff that you're passionate about, the stuff that you're excited about. So that's why we talk to the pilots about piloting. We talked to <laughs> the superhero about superheroing. Super- we talked to the nine one one call receiver about receiving nine one one calls. So that's the, uh, that, that, Those that's are all people's jobs, not passions, though. Well, not the superhero. Right. And, but, I mean, the pilot guy was talking about airplane shit mm-hmm. stuff. Sorry, language. Um, Why are I'm you all of a do, sudden caring? <laughs> I want to be family friendly. We're going to well, be a family, too late. Pod- too late. family friendly podcast now. I'm not sure if I've told you that yet or not. But, um, so yeah. And, and also, I would like to apologize Um for the amount of times that I've said, um, I think it's already been three in this podcast. I, I was trying to put together a tweet this week about in regards to, um, some kind of charity drive that we were, that I was going to propose where we would donate like a quarter for every time I said like, or, um, in the last episode. And then your whole paycheck was gone. <laughs> but then I couldn't figure out the wording. And then I forgot about it until just now when I caught myself saying, um, for the third time in the, uh, five minutes that we've been recording. So I apologize. Uh, I, to be completely honest, I was not in a good headspace last week. Right before we started recording, I looked over at Christy. She was glass, glass eyed like frozen over just clearly not in a space to be recording i said well let's just not do this and she's i'm tired let's just record let's just record she she insisted on it but i felt frustrated like maybe we shouldn't have done it maybe we weren't fully prepared um christy wanted to move forward with it anyway but I, I was harboring some frustration some resentments <laughs> towards you Christy and so I, I need to apologize for that because I think it affected 
the quality of the show, at least coming from me. I can't speak on behalf of you, but I can say that definitely for me, um, you know, my my heart wasn't fully in it, and 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 for that, I apologize to, to the listeners. I, I accept. Oh, not to me. No. Oh <laughs> no. I mean, I feel like maybe you owe the listeners an apology. No, I but accept I can't put your that apology on your the I'll listeners. Put other things in your mouth, but I can't put those words in your mouth. Promises, promises. <laughs> you what? What were you saying? I said I accept your apology on behalf of the listeners. Just don't do that again. Okay. And I can't, it's not fair for me to necessarily blame you for the poor quality of the show. I mean, I, I will say like, sometimes I look to you as, a um, as my partner in this to, uh, and really my partner in life. I, I look mm-hmm. to you as somebody that I can draw strength from, draw energy, hope, inspiration. And, um, and I look to you in that time of need before we were recording and, uh, you know, it just, you, it, I, I wasn't able to get that. And I did some soul searching over the week and I realized it's not really fair for me to um, have that expectation that I put on you where, where I draw from your energy or I draw hope from you. I, I need to do some soul searching and some work on my own and I need to, I need to try and find that, that energy, that hope, that light within myself. So that's that's something that I I'm you know I'm putting this out there on the airwaves as it were, mm-hmm. to, a dedication, a promise to um to work on myself to find that energy to find that hope to find that 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 positivity. I feel like I'm at church and uh, yeah, and I wanted to have a conversation with you. It's kind of weird to be having it on the on, yeah. live on the podcast for the first time, but I'm actually leaving to to be a full time. A correspondent for the takedown podcast no really yes so <laughs> this is my last episode oh my gosh <laughs> when, when did this come about oh i just decided it oh, just now not. when when you were like spewing all that hot air at me I, just spewing, decided. I was pouring out my soul no all right so. that is just a joke but everyone should listen to my episode <laughs> Of the Takedown podcast. Uh, let me pull it up and see which episode it was. It was the last episode. <laughs> they had a, no, oh, they, that's right. They had the they uh, had a bonus one. Bonus one. And I just want to say, so there's been a lot of talk while she's looking that up. I'll say this. Number 54, Life Swap, Wife Swap Shop with Christy Weiss. Okay. It's a battle of the bummers with Matt Baca. Speaking of bummers, let's talk about the battle of the, the tushies. I don't know. I felt like bummer, bummer. Oh, bum, bum. Speaking of the battle of the bummers, let's talk about the battle of the bum because the people on the takedown podcast seem to be completely and totally obsessed with my anal hygiene, my rectal hygiene. I don't know Um, what it is. No, not your hygiene in as much as your inability to not clog the toilet. So, so for every 10, for... For every for every one time I do clog the toilet, there's upwards of ten times that I don't clog the toilet. I, so why aren't we talking about the times that I don't? Why are we focusing on the times when the toilet well, gets? Clogged? I don't care if you clog it every single time you walk by it, as long as you unclog it, it doesn't affect my life. And I but usually do unclog usually. it. Usually, so, when I do, it's not intentional. It's because I don't notice. It's because one of the it's 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 what I call a slow a slow jam clogger. 
<laughs> the slow clock but, where you don't realize that it's like there's a couple there's the clog where you flush it and you're like rushing to turn the water off to the toilet before it overflows with poop and toilet paper onto the floor that's a clog that i'm familiar with and that is a clog that i will fix i will remedy that clog that is a clogging situation that i will take responsibility for when it happens and i will plunge i will uh, i'll pull a geo especially if you know as long as i'm wearing short sleeves i'll stick my hand in there and grab the water toilet paper whatever's coming up if need be it's an emergency situation can't find the shut off you want to prevent the shit from getting on the floor you got to reach in sometimes and do it this is actually a thing that happens it's definitely a thing okay every once in a while you get the slow clogger the the sneak attack clog and that's where you maybe don't notice maybe you got something going on maybe that there's you're on your phone tweeting people maybe or well i mean some not some people maybe i don't know i can't speak for everybody but there's something on your mind there's uh you got food on the stove you you got you know there's an alarm going off in this day and age there's we have technology all around at us replies that you need to something get to. okay something maybe there's a distraction so you flush the toilet and it kind of looks like it's flushing everything goes down but then later on, you find out that it's actually clogged. But you don't know that it's clogged because it's not like looking like it's going to overflow at first. You can't really tell. You go to wash your hands. Maybe you forget about it. Maybe it looks like, you know, it doesn't look like it's at risk of overflowing. So, and those are the ones that I'll, I mean, I'll be, I'll be on. There's been times that, that, that I've missed those clogs, you know, yes. and, and if that's the case, then you ask me to fix it and then I do. Or you passively, aggressively mentioned to my daughter that she has to use the upstairs bathroom because daddy broke the downstairs toilet. <laughs> well, because you said there, that you have a Holmes patented move and I don't know how to work that plunger. I never even no, had one you until... You don't know how to work a plunger. Yeah, because I've never had to use one which is until the, you came around. I feel like it's one of those things that should just come instinctively to you, first of all. It, it's... There, I mean, it's there's a very specific shape to a plunger, and there's a uh, fairly consistent specific shape to a toilet, and there's really only two ways that, <laughs> or one way that those two pieces can fit together. So, I, but I, I shouldn't have like, to clean up your mess. No, I'm not. I'm not asking you to. I'm definitely not asking. Well, you to. Well, so their their thing isn't like Mike's issue isn't your your cleanliness he thinks that you make a mitt of toilet paper because you're too scared to touch poop yeah so mike mike's thing is that he feels like the reason that i'm using so much toilet paper is because i'm scared of poop getting on my hand Mm -hmm. which that is not the case i will say i do use more toilet paper than other people that i've met from time to time which whatever i mean that is what it is but i'm not the i would first of all mitt the i don't like fully wrap the hand it's more (laughs) of a wad situation Mm -hmm. and i you know they challenged me on the podcast well uh, matt challenged me to a three square routine which i feel is insane like that's going the opposite direction so i've whittled it i've been working on it i've been working on my technique i have it down to probably what i would call three clumps so there is some folding involved you get one clump you wipe fold Mm -hmm. a little bit so there's you're not getting you know 
you're not re-wiping with poop again. But the reason that I'm doing that is because I need a clean surface for when I wipe so I can make so I can make sure that then I look at the toilet paper and I see is there still poop on the toilet paper? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, so there's still poop on my rear on my rear end. So then I need another clean surface. Wipe again. Check the toilet paper. Is there poop there? Yes. Obviously, there's still poop on my bum. And so it's not so much that I'm scared of getting poop on my hand because I definitely get poop on me from time to time. It ha- like, you know, it happens. Especially and you when have you have a, a child. Yeah. There's lots of poop situation going everywhere. So I, I, it's more about wanting to make sure that my hindquarters are clean like i i don't want to be walking around i don't want to smell like poop i don't want to mm-hmm. have poop like still on my butt and then pull my pants back up get poop on my pants get poop on my underwear and be the weird poop smelling guy like <laughs> we've all had that weird friend that always smells like poop really i don't want to be that guy i don't want to be the poop friend okay nobody wants that <laughs> nobody well, wants to be the poop I friend made- uh, I think we had a Twitter back and forth with DJ and Mike, and DJ tweeted a picture and he had used okay. maybe. Yeah, and let squares. me say this uh, talking about this is not an invitation. Like, Christy wants to see your penises. I do not want to see your poop. <laughs> like, if I want to see poop, I can see plenty of poop. Trust me, I have a very active digestive system, which is a whole <laughs> other issue that we got going on here. But. We we don't need to send see pictures of your poop. So you can send that to the Takedown Podcast. Maybe that's something that they want to see. I'm not <laughs> sure. Us here at Nerd Out Loud, we only want your penises. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Someone get that drop. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, but, so, so the anyway. back and forth was, DJ was saying, this is how a real man poops. And it was, you know, three or four squares or something. And, and, if you missed it on a previous podcast of Raise Your Spirits, they are scared of me because they think that I will be a anal rapist. They like they that think I'll that be you aggressively into butt We don't holes. use the R word here on the yes, we do. Out loud. Um, they think that I would be an aggressive analist or something. <laughs> so I said they think that you're into butt stuff. Yeah, giving aggressively, no, giving not necessarily on those. Seat. They don't right. know about that. They were specifically concerned about you're on the and uh, not nicely out and aggressively aggressive without warning is what they've stuff. come up with. And like I said in that thread, is as an anal rapist, I like a clean situation. So as okay. long as someone <laughs> plunges their stuff, I don't care. And also, as I revealed, I went to a cheaper toilet paper. Ah, you So did. I don't have the fancy stuff anymore. That explains the rash. And oh, that's geez. another issue that we'll get to. <laughs> no. no <laughs> one I start seeing a little red mixed in with the brown on the toilet okay, paper. Okay, no one wants we to got... hear any more of this. <laughs> you think that's enough poop talk? Yeah. <laughs> this has been a good solid 15 minutes of poop talk with Christy and Jerry in the morning. So, yeah, poop talk. Um, apologize for that. Uh, Listen to me on the Takedown Podcast. Yeah, check out Christy on the Takedown Podcast. And oh, and I'm sorry. One more thing. This isn't so much poop talk. It's kind of poop talk. Christy made an accusation on the podcast that I maybe or maybe uh, th- that there was some uh, 
some plumbing work that had to be done at my place of employment <laughs> and that I had true. clogged the septic system or that somehow this plum plumbing work that had to get done at my um, wor- workplace had something to do with my bathroom habits. We don't know for sure that that's a fact. So I just feel like we need to put you it up started. there. I just feel like we need to put that out there. We, there is no confirmation from the plumber <laughs> that th- whatever issue was being handled had anything to do with my bathroom habits. Sounds good. I will say that I share a single occupancy bathroom with two other people, mm-hmm. both of them of a female persuasion. The door to the bathroom is uncomfortably close to the desk of one of my coworkers. Mm-hmm. And um, so they are acutely aware of my bathroom habits more more so than i'm comfortable with but i really have no other choice volume down when you're watching vine videos when you're pooping or headphones okay yeah i'm not a savage (laughs) 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 when i'm using my phone in the bathroom when that happens from time to time so um so yeah christy is there anything what's going on with you this week what are you geeking out about this week what are you nerding out about um, nothing really. How about your interview. J-O-B situation? I have a job interview tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, I'm excited-ish about it. Excited-ish. Yeah, there's the downfall of it is that it's very far. It's very far it's away. It's in Portland, Oregon. <laughs> That's yeah. a long drive. But on the good side, I'll get to see uh, Marianne Baca a lot. So that'll be cool. Yeah. No, um, it's in Snoqualmie, which is almost Portland. Which would be a 100 mile round trip for me every a day? day. A day. A hundred miles a day? Yeah, 50 miles. I thought you were saying 50 miles round trip. No. 50 miles a day. Yeah. Yeah. No, we, there needs to be a relocation if that's going <laughs> to be your job because you might as well get a job that pays much less than that and then just save yourself the time and the. Uh, money thing where you're yeah. because gas the gas that's what it's called the mm-hmm. the money that you put in your car yeah, in liquid have to form crunch some numbers gas, see yeah. what they offer yeah yikes but it's kind 100 of 100 miles it's but kind of interesting because i'll be like a, doing similar stuff that i was before admin but then they also want me to be the social media marketing person so that should be kind of oh, fun yeah i w- did that for a while and i really enjoyed it met some great people as a result of that so that that will be new experience <laughs> you're such an ass <laughs> and by that he means slutty canadian cat ladies <laughs> i met a lots of people lots of people all over the country and other countries <laughs> men and women i one time had a conversation with ed bagley jr from the biz- from the business account so what you're saying is i might be able to meet interesting people yeah. Through. Okay. Well, then I'll take the job, an, no matter how much they could offer. Be me. an exciting adventure for you. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I this week have been <laughs> nerding out about um, space stuff. I know this may come as a shocker to you, but oh, we had the moon that we watched. Yes, I made Chris. So we had. Um, well, we had the like the best day in Seattle that day. It was warm. The sun was out. And as soon as it became nighttime, the fog rolled or the clouds rolled in and we couldn't see a thing. 
but Jeremy found on NASA, was it NASA.com? They had a live telescope. Yeah, we had, there was a, a there was an eclipse and um, the NASA was live streaming from the, I think it was the um, Goddard, whatever, planetarium mm-hmm. or whatever, the, some big planetarium down in LA that um, they were live streaming the, the eclipse. <laughs> so we watched that. Yeah. And it was pretty exciting. It was exciting for me. I don't know how you felt. It about was it. well. You fell asleep. I enjoyed the before it turned red. You were sound asleep. But, well, then I. But I woke back. Up I enjoyed that they they toggled between a super nerdy guy that was dressed like a wizard, commentating it, <laughs> yeah. and music and like yeah, and like weird hipster music right. too. <laughs> it was but good stuff, also, but. what was fun is we sent the link to uh, my friend Katrina. Who was high, high on, on Ambien. <laughs> and she was saying things like, can I fast forward it? Is this live? Is this actually happening? Is this actually <laughs> happening? Is the shadow moving? Is the, sh- yeah. is the shadow moving or is it just me? <laughs> <laughs> and I do, when I know she's on Ambien and she calls me, I do like to fuck with her. So that, that made me laugh. Language check. Language check. Oh my gosh. Yeah. She once called in to TBTL, the TBTL hotline on high on Ambien. Is so I feel I feel like every time that we've talked to about or with Ka- Katrina, mm-hmm. she's been under the influence of something. Is Always this a problem. Oh, yeah, <laughs> hey, are, are her and um, our friend um, Kate, Kate, Kate dates talk. with Kate should should no. hang out. Well, what's funny is we listen. Kate has a new show. What's the rumpus? And she was talking about. Being being high on Ambien or taking Ambien every day, and I and she had a little tip, I guess, where if you wait through the first ten minutes of the tired that tells you to go to bed, you it's like a high. And I told that to Katrina. That was a really bad idea. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. Well, addicts will do anything for their high, I guess. <laughs> So anyway, all right, guys, we'll uh, we'll take a little break and we'll be right back. Welcome back. Christina. Should probably stop job hunting. Yeah. Probably should. Sound <laughs> like we're ready to pod. I'm ready to pod. Are you ready to pod? Guess so. I really liked that song. Thank you for playing that. Anytime, yeah. It's uh it's one of my favorites. Is it one of your favorites? Well, I would say it's in my top hundred. Top hundred. Okay. <laughs> All right. Christina, do you want a free iPad? Sure. Well, I have one. So would I be able to sell it? Is it an iPod mini? Because I really want one of those. I don't know, actually. That's a good question. Probably I, is. Yeah. I mean, I, I would take one because I could sell it or whatever, trade it in. 
Well, I have an idea for a new segment. Okay. That this leads us perfectly into. And I'm not sure what I'm going to call it yet. Okay. But I'm thinking something along the lines of this week in crazy church people or okay. this week in religion talk. All right. We we'll workshop it. Or this. I don't I don't like this week. Let me try this. Can you hear me now? Oh. This week in God stuff. Okay, I like God stuff. I, I like that. I don't know about <laughs> this week. We'll we'll workshop it. Basically, as we've talked about before, I have this fascination with church stuff, mm-hmm. and seem to come across lots of crazy church stuff. This week is Easter. Easter's coming up this weekend, not to put a timestamp on the old podcast, (laughs) but probably by the time you're listening to this, it's either about to be Easter, is Easter, or Easter has passed. Depending on (laughs) when we get this edited. Oh, it'll be up and ready to go before Easter, for sure. For sure. And if if it is Easter, and you have some leftover Easter candy can send it this way i like reese's peanut butter shaped eggs <laughs> okay <laughs> that's it okay okay i saw an article a while ago about how they had just taken the peanut butter shaped eggs mm-hmm. and repackaged them in football yeah smart wrapping paper or smart. football wrappers basically yeah. or vice versa i can't remember um to just the reason I like those, any of those recent, they have the the, the, the tree shaped one and then the egg and I guess a football and uh, basically any holiday they'll do. It's because it's 99% peanut butter yeah, and only 1% chocolate, which I don't, I'm not a fan of the chocolate. Everybody likes the peanut butter. So the reason that I was asking about. Give, you're going to give me an iPad? The iPad. Because Is this the birthday present you never gave me? This week in God stuff. <laughs> okay. okay. Um, uh, well, no. The birthday present that I'm going to give you okay. is still in a box in the back of my car. All right. So let's just recap that my birthday was December 10th. Mm-hmm. And it is now April 18th. I want it to be special. I want it to mm-hmm. be special. So here's what I want. So special would be... Th- that you give it to me next year. This no. Year. Well, you get... It, it's it's You have a holiday. Your birthday falls around a holiday. Mm-hmm. And you already got lots of stuff for Christmas. So, I did because I didn't get anything for Christmas. Well, you got... I mean, you got lots of Christmas presents. No, I didn't. And so then you... Well... I got you, zero. People with christmas birthdays get stuff for christmas yeah. and they also get stuff for the, but then they get everything all in that month mm-hmm. and so what i'm trying to do is i'm basically doing you a favor by i'm extending i'm extending the gift season for you like had i okay. not been delaying this present situation you would have gotten all of your gifts in december but now because because of the, the really me extending it is like a secondary gift to you. I'm like extending out your birthday celebration all the way from December. I mean, it's, we're into April at this point. Mm-hmm. So you basically, I mean, we're talking four months plus of birthday so far. <laughs> okay. I've been extending the gift, the gifting season. All right. Been give, it's been a gift to you. But no. So what I was going to say is that. 
and this is even in this is even um this is in our neck of the woods so maybe uh Maybe we'll have to head out here on Sunday and see if we can pick ourselves up an iPad. Okay. But there is a church in Puyallup, Washington, <laughs> a, a Foursquare church that is giving away Foursquare, by the way, the denomination that I was a part of for a while. That kicked you out. They didn't kick me out, no. See, I would be really disappointed I, I to go to a Foursquare church and not be playing Foursquare. Check in with Foursquare. Play Foursquare in the parking lot. Yes. Go to a Foursquare I'm church. really good at Foursquare. Yeah. I was a licensed Foursquare pastor, and I don't even remember what the Foursquare stand for anymore. I think it's like Redeemer, Savior, Soon and Coming King, and then another one, like Son Playground of God or balls. something. <laughs> yeah, Playground Ball. <laughs> anyway, there's a Foursquare church in Puyallup, Washington, giving away an iPad. Only one? I, well, I, I'm not sure. And all you have to well, do is what? Well, I just Googled what? iPad giveaway because I had saw I saw another um, a, another thing on Facebook that reminded me of it. What do you have to... What? What do you have to do to get it? You just have to apparently show up, I guess. So it's kind of like Black Friday. Yeah. Except for... Well, Black Friday was kind of today in the Christian world because it's uh, Good Friday. A.K.A. Black Friday, because Jesus was killed today. 2013 years ago today. Or no. 14. <laughs> no. No, because Jesus was 33. So he was born in zero, killed in 33 A.D. So to math. whatever, 2014. We're talking about some uh, some serious math here. That's Question. Not, hang on, Why I'm do they call the it Good Friday if, so, if someone was murdered? That's a great question. That's a really interesting question that you would ask. Um, because, the well, the good news is that he rose from the dead. And had it not been for him dying, then he wouldn't have, he wouldn't be, it wouldn't be good. Because then he wouldn't be coming back from the dead. I'm the okay. worst at this. Yeah, remember when you, it was like you went to college for this. Mm-hmm. Next question. Remember when it was my job to tell people this stuff? Next question. Yeah. If if Easter is a Christian holiday that's about resurrection, why does it go around a full moon schedule? Do you know this? No. You didn't know this? Uh-uh. So Easter is determined by the first Sunday after the full moon that occurs after the spring equinox. Yeah. And that's so that when they decide. Sound, sounds that's very how they Christian to me. The, I don't know. Well, no, God made the moon and the universe. No. In reality, it was a pagan holiday that they just tacked on their stuff onto. Oh, the Easter, the Easter bunny situation. <laughs> Easter bunny eggs springtime yeah so i've done some i've done some thinking about it since we last talked um and part of the the was thinking about the good friday situation and okay. uh, basically the it's because the impetus of evangelical christian faith has to do with jesus dying um for 
our sins and then being raised from raising himself from the dead or being raised from coming back from the dead um, so that we might have eternal life. And so because of that, like it's good Friday because we're remembering the day that Jesus died for our sins. And that's a good thing because now, because he died for our sins, we can have eternal life live forever. Jesus style. <laughs> so anyway, so, so, uh, so what are the bunnies about? That's well, we'll get to the bunnies actually. Okay. We're coming up cause that, that's another, <laughs> that's another part. I had this, um, somebody, yeah, so, somebody that I follow, this guy named Matthew Paul Turner. He's a, uh, kind of a liberal, um, Christian blogger, I would say. He's kind of well. He's he's dancing the line. He is a liberal Christian blogger that's trying to be um, uh, liberal and kind of push against the fundamentalist Christians, but still secretly holding on to fundamentalist Christian doctrine, but trying to wrap it in a uh, a, a wrapping that that still looks cool to the world, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So anyway. <laughs> Um, he posted a thing on his Facebook today that says, taking a poll, what do you think about churches giving away 10 iPads or Starbucks gift cards to Easter Sunday attendees? Should churches use gimmicks and giveaways to get people in the door? If so, is there a line? Does the fact that it's for Easter make a difference for better or for worse? And I read that, and I didn't even know that people that church this was something that churches did. I was not aware that they right. gave away gift cards and iPads for Easter. So I thought that it for sure was a joke. Is it just Easter or that maybe he was act asking, um, just for the sake of asking? Mm-hmm. And th- so then I went and googled it and found articles from a bunch of different years where apparently churches in the past and previously have uh, um, given away iPads. The crazy part is that is that there is now Jesus. This is on his Facebook page I'm looking at. We're up to 91 comments on here um, from people making comments about it. Um, they range a whole lot of no, that's really disgusting, to one guy says, it depends. Do they give gifts away every Sunday or is it only Easter? Because apparently that is a, a differentiator. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to find the one. There was one that said uh, something about it would be okay. And I, this person was actually serious. Mm-hmm. Uh, it would be okay if they were Christ-themed um, gift cards. Like apparently if the Starbucks cards <gasps> had if the Starbucks cards had pictures of Jesus on the cross maybe. No. Then they would be okay. Um, I'm to, uh, cheap and gimmicky. Jesus is neither. That one has quite a few likes. Um, I <laughs> cheap. Pitched. Who are they kidding? iPads are not cheap. Right. Exactly. I don't know what world they live in. <laughs> um, we, I not we one need to, to find these churches uh, that give away <laughs> gifts and just Apparently every Sunday go to different ones. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Uh, lots of people saying no. I pitched in 
not one to back down from a good internet fight about pointless right. shit. <laughs> I pitched in. I guess it depends. Do all 10 iPads go to the same person? Because that just doesn't seem fair. <laughs> and my Jesus is fair. Oh, <laughs> if nothing else. <laughs> like the Russian police. Tough, but fair. That's what yeah, I always everyone say. Everyone should get one that had to go to church. Cut them all up and give them out. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I just, I don't know. I saw that and it caught my eye. Honestly, it's completely ridiculous to me looking through these, uh, people getting offended that they're, it seems ridiculous to me that they're giving away iPads at a church, but the fact that people are getting this offended about it is ridiculous because all they're doing is they're trying to make it an attractive place where people want to come. And so the fact that people somehow are differentiating giving away an iPad versus, Having a band be a certain way, having Mm -hmm. coffee, having trying to be contemporary with their signs. Like those are all things that people do to attract you to a church. So to try and say that to try and say that like giving away proselytize people. (laughs) Yeah. To to say that like giving away an iPad to to differentiate it between that and what many churches already do Mm -hmm. just seems completely ridiculous to me. And it makes me feel like all these people are just being a little a little pious and ridiculous. But that said, let's find a church that's giving away iPads or, or gift cards and go to some. Yeah, seriously. The services will feature several prize giveaways at each church, including a 32-inch flat-screen <laughs> television, $50 gift cards, Nintendo Wii's, and more. That one's in um, Lexington. Is that What is that, Kentucky? Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess maybe churches with low attendance could this do this guy, every week. The year I start an atheist church is the year regular church has something I want. What the fuck is an atheist church? <laughs> Isn't the point of... Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Yuck, how manic- manipulative. And then there's, of course, a lot of people that are saying that they should just sell the iPads and give all the money to the poor. Which, again, is ridiculous because these churches are meeting in multi-million dollar buildings. They're spending thousands of dollars on chairs for people to sit on, like sound systems, all that kind of stuff, which all of that stuff has a purpose, right, to Mm -hmm. spread the message that they have. So to somehow just decide, like, where do you draw that line to say, like, okay, buying, like... The co- they could take the money that they spend on coffee every Sunday and buy mm-hmm. coffee for a bunch of hobos or something. Anyway, it just seems a well, little bit ridiculous to me. <laughs> why I think that statement is ridiculous is because the resale value on the iPads aren't that good. I mean, you buy it for $700, <laughs> you're only going to get about 400 back. That's exactly So that's, that's true. pretty dumb. That's true. That's true. Um, let's see here. See, I can't be near these threads. <laughs> why not? Because you I would gotta, just no, want to point in. shit out like that, and then I would just get angry for the rest of the day. What I'm trying to find is I really so this year it just happens that Easter Sunday also falls on 420 Hitler's birthday, the anniversary of the Columbine massacre, <laughs> and also pot day. pot day, right? 420. I am just I'm and I'm sure that it exists out there. I just haven't found it yet. There has to be a church That's that is somehow tied in that is tied in the pot like you can't get higher than Jesus being raised from the dead, man. Oh like, yeah. You know that that You need to write those pamphlets. You know that that happens, right? Oh. Um I was hoping that a church is giving away like free eighths or something. Free AIDS? Eighths. Oh. Of uh, pot. 
Oh, I don't know. I don't know how that stuff works. Or like an ounce. No. That would be closer to how much an iPad is. Jesus would. And Jesus would get behind that. Jesus would turn you, dandelions into pot. If, if a church, church gave away a free ounce, everyone in Seattle would go to church on Sunday. Yeah. Maybe you need to talk to your sister about that. Maybe. Well, well one life can get on that. Maybe the, there's several dispensaries within, <laughs> within, yeah, I know. within a stone's throw of that church. <laughs> maybe... That might be too much for a lot of people, but maybe they could give away like they could do it like the Seattle police did with the Doritos. The, the Seattle police oh. went to a hemp fest this year and put um, a bunch of stickers uh, regarding the new marijuana laws or regarding the uh, with the, uh, the the legalization of marijuana or whatever. They put the details mm-hmm. regarding the laws on bags of Doritos and handed them out. So maybe some churches could put the gospel message on some bags of Doritos and then hand them out to outside of dispensaries. Can we get back to what good. We bunnies start have to do with church Jesus? Church consulting. Um, well, I'm just I'm trying. I'm finding some more um, some more fun, <laughs> some more fun, crazy. Uh, um, this week in God people stuff. <laughs> that's that's how it goes. Oh, right? oh the- here we go. Here's a sign that was spotted outside of a church. In the Bible Belt, shocker. Um, Jesus had his palms red, so we would know our future. And his red is spelled R E D. Oh no! The the article says church sign features terrible crucifixion pun, which I'm just going to go ahead and say that maybe crucifixion and 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 pun should not not be in the same same sense. I mean, we can do the terrible math on that one. You did not need to say. Terrible. Oh, well, here's one. Jews for Jesus reenact the Holocaust in The Jew That Died for You <laughs> no. music video. No. <laughs> well, first of all, Jews for Jesus aren't a thing. <laughs> they're, no, no, that is a thing. No. They're called Hasidic Jews. Or no. not Hasidic Jews, but they're, uh, I'm trying to, there's a name, but that no, no, is no. a thing. They're Christians that have taken on Jewish things. They're not actual Jews no. that then take Jesus and on. I know. No. They try. Have your I have attended a church of Jews for Jesus, and it is definitely a thing. And they don't like being called Christians. They are usually not Christian. They they are usually people that were not traditional, like evangelical Christians. They are Jews that, as as they say, have come to completion. So basically, they've come to a point in their in their Jewish faith where they believe that Jesus is the Messiah. And so very often they still practice the, they still practice the, the Old Testament Jewish traditions, but they also believe that Jesus is the Messiah. I don't believe it. Well, it it is, I don't know what to tell you because it is actually. It's, it's not, it's not people that were raised Jewish or born Jewish that have now decided that the Messiah is true. They are Christians that have decided to take it on. We've got this way. right here, this wonderful picture that I'm uh, I'm going to retweet from the uh, from from the Nerd Out Loud what Twitter account right now. Describe um, it, and it's a uh, there's a church called the Potential Church. Sounds very cool. Oh man, this looks like a very very trendy, um, very trendy church. I'm trying to find find out where it is. Yeah, can't tell. Um, but they have 
it, uh, it's a tweet from them. It says the hashtag invite bunny made seven news hashtag WSVN hashtag potential church hashtag Easter. And they have uh, an Instagram nice filter laid over this picture of um, a creepy bunny costume with a shirt on that says you need Jesus, bro. <laughs> So you can go look at that one from the from Nerd Out Loud um, uh, Twitter account. I just redid that one. So I'm trying to find the trying to find the one that actually had to do with the Easter Bunny because it was pretty it was pretty amazing. But uh, whatever, I can't find it. Um, I did have the um, there's actually a, a pastor friend of mine that put out a. Uh, Easter flyer for his church um, here locally again near us that um, said that it just it says Jesus raised from the dead um, the Easter bunny or bunnies bunnies don't come back from the dead Jesus did and it has a picture on the flyer of a bunny that has been um, run over um, by a car and mm-hmm. is dead <laughs> along it's like a bunny also being held by um, a, bu- a bunny um, uh, that apparently had a, a Easter basket. And so there's some broken plastic Easter eggs and a smash basket and a dead bunny mm, on this flyer. <laughs> and then the only other thing that I was going to say regarding this. Oh, somebody's been messing with the, um If you look, go look at the Westboro Baptist Church mm-hmm. on Google Maps, um, somebody changed the somebody changed the um name of the location on google maps which is pretty amazing um it says westboro baptist church is listed as the location and then right underneath that it says hell and then um the there's a house right next to the church and that's labeled um the jackass who started westboro baptist church lives here (laughs) 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 so yeah. Yeah. Happy Easter. That has been This Week in God News. Okay, but let's get back to you telling me what Easter bunnies. Oh, the segment's over. It's too late now. We'll have to wait until Because you have year. no idea, right? Yeah. Well, what do you mean? What, what, was what your do bunnies and eggs and chocolate have to do with Jesus? Well, how do you justify it? Kids love, kids love chocolate, and kids love little bunnies, um, and kids loved Jesus, and Jesus <laughs> loved kids. But now I'm being serious. How did you? I don't think there ever was a, a justification. I don't I don't think that necessarily the the tradition of the Easter bunny is something that was started by Christians. Well, it wasn't. Yeah. So I don't But why was think, it adopted? Because uh I think that a lot of well, first of all, I would say that a lot of churches probably haven't adopted it. A lot of churches probably push against that mm-hmm. and make a point of saying this holiday season, it's with the world, you know, like they'll probably pull out the war on Easter situation just but like they do at Christmas and up? say, this holiday isn't about Easter or this holiday isn't about bunnies and it's not about chocolate. It's about mm-hmm. Jesus. But you, you know, we all know you didn't have the Easter bunny or Santa Claus or any of that stuff. Yeah. But 
did you get an Easter basket? Yeah. How was that talked about? Uh, well, my parents, I don't really remember, and Jessica will probably tweet us and tell exactly mm-hmm. how it happened or how, what I do remember is probably completely off base mm-hmm. or me and my sister actually aren't sister and brother and we grew up in completely separate houses because Except I, you look it the same. seems like that's a, <laughs> we seem to have very different um, recollections of how life right. was as well, children and, but and growing up in a conservative Christian home it seems that from her stories that she's talked about is that your mom was in charge of raising her and your dad was in charge of raising you and there was never any crossover. Is that your car? Oh, neighbors. I don't know. Um, <laughs> Sorry, the alarm just went off and, outside. <laughs> um, yeah, I, and I think that that for, might be part of it. And your dad was pretty nerdy and possibly on the autism <laughs> spectrum. Yeah, and that, that means there was no speaking. Yeah. <laughs> At all, ever. Yeah. So that you. So maybe there was stuff that get... my dad was supposed to tell me where he never yes. did. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which is why I learned about sex from my neighbors instead of right. from an adult. So, um, but yeah. Uh, so here's what I remember. What I remember as a kid about Easter is I remember my parents always making it very clear that it was about Jesus. It mm-hmm. was about, uh, you know, a message of hope and a message of life. Um, my wonderful mother managed to work that in i saw her this morning as she was picking up my daughter uh and managed to work that in within the first five minutes of of seeing me mm-hmm. um so that was exciting and fun uh, to hear to hear <laughs> about the gospel messages being preached to my three-year-old daughter um and uh uh but yeah so they they always made it very clear that like you know we celebrate these things and I, I don't think that they were trying to say that it's wrong to like have candy and be excited about the Easter bunny and have Easter egg hunts. Cause we definitely did all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that it was also always very clear to us why we were celebrating. I mean, at Christmas time, it was the same way we would do normal Christmas stuff. We'd have a Christmas tree and have presents and all that stuff. But we'd also get up in the morning, have this special breakfast, have a birthday cake and sing happy birthday to Jesus mm-hmm. on Christmas. Um, Cause as you know, Jesus was born on December 25th. <laughs> so um, uh, anyway, so yeah, I mean, and you know, my, I, I think we would get like, they would usually get like a gift, like a, cheapo gift like maybe a 10 or 15 dollar gift and um put it you know and like some candy and some stuff and put it in a basket and i think we would do like a scavenger hunt so they would like hide clues around the house they'd be like where's the where's your i don't know and the basket would be hidden (laughs) the basket would be hidden yeah like we'd get a clue like go over to where we keep the shoes and there'd be a clue there and then Mm -hmm. it would say where does Oh, the bread get baked and then we would go over to the kitchen and find the mm-hmm. oven. Where's the, mm-hmm. <laughs> where, where's the corner where your mom secretly cries because because <laughs> you're a big hates her life and is constantly disappointed and let down by you. <laughs> we'd go over. That would be the best where's scavenger the, hunt ever. Where's the spoon that your dad beats you with on a semi-regular basis? Well, my mom, go to the place where your mom hides her box of wine. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's one of three places, so yeah. this is going to be a Which long scavenger. Yeah. Is this the rosé? Right. Oh, no, it's always the pink. The, the white Zinfandel. Oh, that's right. We, yeah. They talked about that on the... Right. What, what was their name for it? Carb? 
Bernay or something. I don't know. They had a fun. I like it. Um, So do you Uh, have any memorable Easter? Oh, you don't remember anything? Not really. I mean, I don't. I just we had a. It was pretty, pretty uneventful. I mean, we would. Like I said, we would, you know, definitely we'd do the Easter egg thing and we'd have candy and we'd do all that stuff. You know, it was always made clear to us that we were celebrating because of, of Jesus, but we still did a lot of the traditional stuff. How about you? Did you have any? Yeah, I have two really memorable ones. One year I had the chicken pox and I hated, hated, Did hated. your parents like expose you to the chicken pox on purpose? No, I was patient zero Uh-oh. of, I got it at daycare. Good times. Um, that might've been the last year that I was put into daycare. And then I started having to babysit my sister. I think I was eight, eight or nine is when I started babysitting my sister when she was four. Um, but I had the chicken pox and I hated that lotion that you have to put on because it was so cold and I just, I just didn't like it. So I hit it. And then my parents used that as a um, bribing that the Easter Bunny wouldn't come if I didn't if I didn't give them the lotion. So I gave it to them. And then that night, my sister and I slept for some reason on the fold out couch bed. Okay, that was in the in the other room the for some reason. The world's most uncomfortable. Exactly, but it was even exciting. as a kid. I remember like having the opportunity to sleep on those beds and just saying. I would rather just sleep on the floor sleep on the or floor. sleep on the couch, like not folded out. Right. <laughs> because. Yeah. But we wanted know, to sleep there. together. And for some reason it was, it was it's kind of like having a sleepover, I guess. Okay. Um, and she threw up in the middle of the night all over me, but was gagging on her puke. Oh. And I got really mad because she had puked on me and I hit her uh-huh. and it stopped and it, and it like jostled her and she, started crying and if knowing was, your sister that might actually be the way that she dies someday too <laughs> asphyxiating <laughs> on her own vomit <laughs> it might have been like True. a flash forward type right? situation so she almost Sorry, died Cindy. in her sleep but i woke her up and Good then job, yeah told my parents the baby was because we called her i call okay we called her the baby until she was in high school yeah. your dad calls my almost four-year-old the baby the baby yeah so that was one year that was memorable. And then one, the Christmas that Cabbage Patch Kids came out, um, my sister and I both really wanted them. And the story is that my parents saw them at the store, thought they were ugly, and there was a whole bunch. And then they didn't get them for Christmas. And then we were, we were really sad about it. I think they couldn't afford them. So... Then we were really bummed, and so on the night before Easter, my dad went to the store to get us Cabbage Patch Kids. No. And it became where, like you saw on the TV, where people were fighting over them, and he'll tell you the story, like a lady took them out of his cart, oh and he was pulling on them, and we got these Cabbage Your Patch Kids. Your dad is not a uh, large man. No, he's very small, very <laughs> tiny man. Even, I think he was... 110 so, pounds very, at the time. Very small gay man. <laughs> <laughs> so he was fighting a very large woman, <laughs> probably what equates to be a Walmart at midnight before Easter. Wow. And um, we were the only ones of our friends 
and at our school that had black cabbage patch kids. <laughs> and oh wait, so the black cabbage patch kids were the left, only ones were left. The only ones left. Right. They were the last ones to go. Yeah, and of course we didn't oh, know Jesus. any difference. We're like, yeah, we finally got this, and no, we took. You guys don't see color. No. Well, know. you don't when you're that age, right? I'm literally. You're both colorblind, right? <laughs> No. So I took it to school for show and tell and the teacher was whispering and um, yeah. What the fuck? Well, it's like, funny because I posted it as a throwback Thursday picture of my sister and I holding our cabbage patch kids and I got kind of a lot of comments like you had black cabbage patch kids? Really? Oh my god. <laughs> Because you only buy ones that look like you, apparently, or? Well, I think that was kind of what the goal was, but we were just so excited. Oh, my God. I want to go buy my daughter a black doll now. <laughs> yeah, its name was Cleo Sissy. Except for I don't really want to buy her a doll at all. <laughs> so. Wow. So, those are my two. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I did Literally, remember. Jesus Christ. I did remember one, one Easter thing, um, but this was in my college days. I spent one Easter Sunday in uh, Las Vegas. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> and That's we, where my sister is right we now. We drove through. We, I was driving. I used to go on road trips all the time with one of my college buddies. And we um, were down in L.A. visiting some friends and decided to head back to Seattle. Um, to head back to Seattle via Las Vegas because neither one of us had ever been. And so we wanted to check it out. And so we spent all night driving through the desert. That drive from LA to Vegas can be pretty, um, pretty brutal. We were in a, like a 87 Subaru GL wagon. Were you both wearing suits? It was no. (laughs) And saying Vegas baby the entire way. (laughs) No, No. but it was very, it was, when I saw that movie, it was very similar to that. We were in LA and I was like, we were getting ready to head back to Seattle. And I was like, dude, let's go to Vegas. Mm-hmm. And I hadn't even seen that movie. Not even sure if it was out. I don't know when that movie came out. Probably in the nineties. Anyway, I was like, we're going to Vegas. We've never been. Let's go through Vegas, which is funny. Looking back on it, neither one of us drank at the time. Neither one yeah. of us gambled. Um, but I was like, we're going to Vegas. Let's do this. Mm-hmm. And so and smash cut to not even that much later, not even an hour later, half an hour later. And we're both just like, why are we doing Why this? are we doing this? Falling asleep in the desert. Meanwhile, the car starts overheating horribly. We're in the middle of the desert. It's breaking down. Uh, long story short, we end up uh, taking the front bumper off we took the hood of the car off we took both of the front fenders off because we were trying to get more air over the engine to to cool it down finally we decided to take the thermostat out so we take the thermostat out we're bolting the um, thermostat cover back onto the car and we strip one of the bolts so we have a bolt sticking straight out of the car can't bolt the thermostat cover back on Every time you start the car, it's just the water pump is just shooting water out all over the road. So we end up basically filling it full of water. Luckily, we had some in the car. Drive to the next exit. Happens to be a Walmart where it's midnight on Saturday. So, you know, 12.01. It's mm-hmm. all the Sunday, Easter Sunday. We're in, in between L.A. and Las Vegas wandering around a Walmart. Um, we bought a... At least it was open. Few pa- it was packed. It was packed it was 
insane. It was a madhouse. I have no idea why. Maybe that's the only thing to do in the desert between LA and Las Vegas besides like cook meth and bury dead bodies of grifters. Uh, So we ended up buying some vice grips and literally just like using them to clamp this piece back onto the car that was supposed to be bolted on. Um, Told ourselves that we were going to get it fixed properly as soon as we got home. Of course, two years later, when we took that car to pull apart to trash it, vice grips were still there holding the piece on. We never actually got it properly fixed. But <laughs> So we ended up rolling into Vegas. We got into Vegas, and I was like, all right, buddy. I said, Dan, you pick any hotel on this strip, and I will pay for it tonight. Any hotel. Because at the time, I actually had a pretty sweet job, mm-hmm. not a lot of expenses. Figured, you know, even if it's whatever, two, three hundred bucks, like, we'll do it. And so... We're rolling down the strip. We drive by all the big casinos. We drive by all the big stuff. We go down past all that stuff into the sketchy part of Vegas, down past the airport into the really sketchy part of Vegas, and we get to a a hotel called the Glass Pool. And it is exactly what it sounds like. It's terrifying. Had an above ground pool in the front of it um, that had a cement retaining wall around the outside and these big glass windows so you could look into the pool. Dan was very, very excited about it. Well, that sounds like everything you want. So we stayed. We ended up staying at, I, out of any hotel in Vegas. We stayed at the glass pool. It was like $35. Uh, there was blood and semen in the shower. We were both so completely disgusted by the cleanliness of the room that we slept in our sleeping bags on top of the bed, on top of all the covers, wouldn't touch anything. There was a, um, there was a a TV uh, mounted to the wall that was like one of those old school TVs Mm -hmm. that had, um, that had like knobs on it, like actual knobs. It didn't have a remote. It had like knobs that you had to turn. It only got like three channels. We watched Mrs. Doubtfire. Uh, while we were waiting to fall asleep, literally, um, there was a prostitute that was working under the room next to us the entire night. Um, and did you guys get a deal every hour and a half? The wall, we, she would start screaming uncomfortably and the wall would literally start shaking as the, the headboard or whatever was being banged against the wall. It would shake our TV. Um, and, uh, uh, we, so we got a little rest or whatever, got up at like two o'clock in the morning, decided to go walk the strip, walked the entire length of the strip, uh, went in and out of a bunch of hotels, checked everything out. Are you was, sad um, to know that it closed in, in 2004? Oh, the glass pool. <laughs> <laughs> so that was, so that was Easter Sunday. Ended up basically staying up all night because the hotel was terrifying. It, I mean, the, it's creepy, right? It's pretty creepy. Yeah. Um, so that pool would be pretty cool in someone's house. Yeah. But <laughs> Dan got up the next morning. He I made fun of him so much about it that it hurt his feelings. He got up the next morning to prove a point and went and had a very like a 5 minute incredibly uncomfortable freezing cold swim in the um terrifyingly disgusting waters of the glass pool. <laughs> pretty sure that he was the only person in probably in the last 5 10 years to actually use it. Um that rash that I know of never did clear up. Um, but, uh, so, so yeah, that it was... looks like you can see the movie, uh, the, the hotel in the movie casino and decent proposal and leaving Las Vegas. Oh, wow. So it's kind of a famous situation, I guess. Mm-hmm. Didn't even, uh, didn't even know that. 
So that's what a couple of Christian guys in Bible college do when they go to Vegas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so got up the next morning and uh, ro- rolled on out of town. That was that was my Vegas or my my Easter <laughs> my Easter story, I guess. That's a good one. Yeah, I guess so. So uh, we've been talking for quite a while now. We should probably wrap this Nelly up. Well, okay, let's talk about that next Friday, which is Friday the twenty. Oh yeah, this coming Friday. This coming Friday, which is Friday the twenty fifth. At seven ish, seven thirty, I think is the we're gonna be at the nightlight. Um, Mike, Drew, McFrizz will be in town, yep. and we're welcoming there, and we're having a podcast event. It's cash only. It's pretty shitty and divey there. Should be fun. It'll be really fun. Come out and see all the regulars and some new it's ones at 7 and meet o'clock some new friends this Friday. Yes. Get us up on Facebook or whatever if you want. Yeah, there's the an event. Formal invite. You don't need a formal invite, but if you want to see it, it's there. And that should be great fun. Yeah. And then just a real quick um, to our friends that are having trouble. Oh my gosh. The Takedown Podcast. Is, so there's uncomfortable. A lot of, there's a lot of uh, trouble going on there, <laughs> and we hope that that gets solved quickly. It's terrifyingly creepy and weird. Yeah. It, it's just, it's so awkward. It's like mom and dad fighting, but in front of... All three of my dads are fighting. Everybody. It's, right. Yeah. It's all happening publicly on Facebook, and it's very uncomfortable. You can just go to the Takedown Podcast uh, thing and... Yeah, yeah, and the, I love all of them, so I hope it gets solved. But I'm officially hashtag Team Mike. <laughs> okay, apparently Christy is trying to <laughs> because he listens one. to our podcast all the time, so we have to. What up, Mike? So, guys, thank you for listening. You can find us at all the regular places: Facebook, Twitter, Nerd Out Loud Pod on Twitter and Facebook, nerdoutloudpod.com. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, and all those fun places. Tell a friend. And, guys, you're awesome. Let your nerd flag fly! Wait, oh, hey. No, you do it. Let your nerd flag fly! (laughs) Why do I sound like that? Come out and meet Mike Frizzell from the Takedown Podcast. And me. He's a convicted felon. He is a bank robber. Um, he was addicted to p- pain medication. And he owns a bunny. And he owns a bunny. <laughs> um, he has spent years in prison. He likes cheese. Uh, and he really enjoys cheese. Us here at Nerd Out Loud, we only want your penises.